Hello, my name is Kevin Payne. I'm the senior pastor of Bluff Park United Methodist Church here in Hoover, Alabama, and I want to welcome you to our Read Together podcast for today. Our scripture lesson comes to us from the Gospel account of St. John, chapters 13 through 15. Hear now the word of the Lord. Now before the festival of the Passover, Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart from this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. The devil had already put into the heart of Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, to betray him. And during supper, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, and that he had come from God and was going to God, got up from the table, took off his outer robe, and tied a towel around himself. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and wipe them with a the towel that was tied around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus answered, You do not know what I am doing, but later you will understand. Peter said to him, You will never wash my feet. Jesus answered, Unless I wash you, you have no share with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, One who has bathed does not need to wash except for the feet, but is entirely clean. And you are clean, though not all of you. For he knew who was to betray him. For this reason, he said, not all of you are clean. After he had washed their feet, he put on his robe, and he had returned to the table. He said to them, Do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for that is what I am. So if I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have set you an example, that you should also do as I have done to you. Very truly I tell you, servants are not greater than their master, nor are messengers greater than those who sent them. If you know these things, you are blessed if you do them. I am not speaking to all of you. I know whom I have chosen. But it is to fulfill the scripture, the one who ate my bread has lifted his heel against me. I tell you this now before it occurs, so that when it does occur, you may believe that I am he. Very truly, I tell you, whoever receives one whom I send receives me, and whoever receives me receives him who sent me. After saying this, Jesus was troubled in spirit and declared, Very truly, I tell you, one of you will betray me. The disciples looked at one another, uncertain of whom he was speaking. One of his disciples, the one whom Jesus loved, was reclining next to him. Simon Peter therefore mentioned to him to ask Jesus of whom he was speaking. So while reclining next to Jesus, he asked him, Lord, who is it? Jesus answered, It is the one to whom I give this piece of bread when I have dipped it into the dish. So when he had dipped the piece of bread, he gave it to Judas, son of Simon Iscariot. After he received the piece of bread, Satan entered into him. Jesus said to him, Do quickly what you are going to do. Now no one at the table knew why he said this to him. Some thought that because Judas had the common purse, Jesus was telling him, buy what we need for the festival, or that he should give something to the poor. So after receiving the piece of bread, he immediately went out, and it was night. When he had gone out, Jesus said, Now the Son of Man has been glorified, and God has been glorified in him. If God has been glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and will glorify him at once. Little children, I am with you only a little longer. You will look for me. As I said to the Jews, so now I say to you, where I am going, you cannot come. I give you a new commandment, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also should love one another. 
By this, everyone will know you are my disciples if you have love for one another. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, where are you going? Jesus answered, Why I am going, you cannot follow me now, but you will follow afterward. Peter said to him, Lord, why can I not follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. Jesus answered, You will lay down your life for me? Very truly, I tell you, before the cock crows, you will have denied me three times. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house there are many dwelling places. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, so that where I am, there you may be also. And you know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you know me, you will know my Father also. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father and we will be satisfied. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you all this time, Philip, and you still do not know me? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you I do not speak on my own, but the Father who dwells in me does his work. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. But if you do not, then believe me because of the works themselves. Very truly I tell you, the one who believes in me will also do the works that I do, and in fact will do greater works than these because I am going to the Father. I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If in my name you ask me for anything, I will do it. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you forever. This is the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him because he abides with you, and he will be in you. I will not leave you orphaned. I am coming to you. In a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me. Because I live, you will also live. On that day, you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. They who have my commandments and keep them are those who love me. And those who love me will be loved by my Father, and I will love them and reveal myself to them. Judas, not Iscariot, said to him, Lord, how is it that you will reveal yourself to us and not to the world? Jesus answered him, Those who love me will keep my word, and my Father will love them, and we will come to them and make our home with them. Whoever does not love me does not keep my words, and the word that you hear is not mine, but it is from the Father who sent me. I have said these things to you while I am still with you, but the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not let them be afraid. You heard me say to you, I am going away and I am coming to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice that I am going to the Father because the Father is greater than I. And now I have told you this before it occurs so that when it does occur, you may believe. I will no longer talk much with you for the ruler of this world is coming. He has no power over me, but I do as the Father has commanded me so that the world may know that I love the Father. Rise, let us be on our way. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine grower. He removes every branch in me that bears no fruit, 
Every branch that bears fruit, he prunes to make it bear more fruit. You have already been cleansed by the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me as I abide in you. Just as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who abide in me and I in them bear much fruit, because apart from me you can do nothing. Whoever does not abide in me is thrown away like a branch and withers. Such branches are gathered, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask for whatever you wish and it will be done for you. My Father is glorified by this, that you bear much fruit and become my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. I have said these things to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. No one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. I do not call you servants any longer, because the servant does not know what the master is doing. But I have called you friends, because I have made known to you everything that I have heard from my Father. You did not choose me, but I chose you. And I appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last, so that the Father will give you whatever you ask him in my name. I am giving you these commands so that you may love one another. If the world hates you, be aware that it hated me before it hated you. If you belong to the world, the world would love you as its own. Because you do not belong to the world, but I have chosen you out of the world. Therefore, the world hates you. Remember the word that I said to you, servants are not greater than their master. If they persecuted me, they will persecute you. If they kept my word, they will keep yours also. But they will do all these things to you on account of my name, because they do not know him who sent me. If I had not come and spoken to them, they would not have sinned. But now they have no excuse for their sin. Whoever hates me hates my father also. If I had not done among them the works that no one else did, they would not have sinned. But now they have seen and hated both me and my father. It was to fulfill the word that is written in their law. They hated me without a cause. When the advocate comes, who I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who comes from the Father, he will testify on my behalf. You are also to testify because you have been with me from the beginning. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. In our scripture today from chapters 13 through 15 in the gospel account of St. John, we are with Jesus in the upper room on the night in which he is going to be betrayed. Now, the synoptic gospels of Matthew, Mark, and Luke also record Jesus gathered with his disciples in that borrowed upper room. And in the gospel accounts of Matthew, Mark, and Luke, we learn that that is where Jesus takes bread and cup from the Seder meal, blesses it, gives it to his disciples, telling them to eat and drink because this was now his body and blood given for them. It's the beginning of the gift of what we call the Sacrament of Holy Communion, the Lord's Supper, the Holy Eucharist. But in John's Gospel, John doesn't talk about Jesus giving to the disciples and giving to us this holy mystery of the sacrament. Rather, John tells us about what they talked about as they gathered together in that upper room. John tells us that Jesus begins by washing his disciples' feet, an act that was reserved for the lowest member of the family, yet Jesus 
does it and says, do you understand what I have done? If I have done this and I'm your Lord and your teacher, then what does that say to you about how you should do this for one another, how you should do this for the world as servants sent forward in humility to show the grace and love of God? And then from that, Jesus starts to unpack everything. It's a lot of stuff that Jesus is telling his disciples about who he is, who the Father is, who they are in Christ, the promise of the Holy Spirit, the fact that someone's going to betray him, what's about to happen. There's all these things. And I can imagine sitting around the table as best I can, trying to hear this and put it all together. And right in the midst of that, Jesus looks at them and says, hey, guys, don't, don't let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God and believe also in me. In other words, everything may spin out of control from time to time. There may be things that happens that you don't know what happened or where it came from or why it's happening. There may be points in time where we feel like the world hates us and they don't want to hear the, the message of hope. There, there may be folks who betray us. There, there may be times where, where we feel downtrodden and broken. But just hold on. Jesus does not ask them anywhere in chapters 13 through 15 or anywhere in what's called the farewell discourse in the Gospel of John to understand all things and to work all of this out. He simply asks them to believe, to believe in the Father and believe in him. And he calls them and he tells them that if you love me, you're going to keep my commandments. And that's the proof of the love, if you will, is not how much we profess to love Jesus, but how we keep his commandments. And the commandment that he gave is to love one another, to love one another just like Christ has loved us after the example that he has given to us. It's a beautiful, beautiful reminder and a beautiful, beautiful hope for us today that if our world is spinning out of control, God's not asking us to understand all things and to work it all out and get it figured out and come back to him. No, he's simply asking us to hold on to him, to believe in him, to rest in the Holy Spirit, and to no matter what, no matter what opinions may be, no matter what situations may be, no matter what's going on in the world, to love one another just like he has loved us. Would you pray with me? Gracious God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we seek to be your disciples. In the moments of our lives, of this day or of this week, when things seem to go out of control, help us to remember to just hold on to you, to believe in you, to put our hope and our trust in you, and to remember that you hold us in the palm of your almighty hand. Help us to listen to the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom you have sent to be our guardian guide and stay. Gracious Father, gracious Son, gracious Holy Spirit, help us to love each other, to love our neighbors, and love the world with the same love we have experienced from you, just as you have commanded us. For it's in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior, and in the power and presence of the Holy Spirit we pray. Amen.